welcome everybody back to my podcast. So in this episode, I would like to talk about overthinking, overanalyzing and overreacting. So I want to discuss what is overthinking, why are we doing it and how can we handle our thoughts or actually control it. So if we're looking at most of the guys, they simply have black and white, yes or no. Us ladies, we have 300 million colors in between the black and white. We don't have yes or no. We, we, we might have a maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. Um, let me think about it. So I think you got me. We are a little bit having more thoughts, but is it actually good? Me? I'm such an overthinker. Not just overthinker, overanalyzer. And I used to overreact situations. Um, and have you ever felt like you have so much thoughts in your head and you are so overwhelmed and it feels like a chaos? Now that's me every single day. So regarding that, that's why I want to talk about this topic because I know how dangerous this vicious cycle and I'm going to share with you a couple of tips that it's helping me in my daily life. So let's get into it. Okay, first thing first, when we're talking about overthinking or actually like um, not just overthinking, like assuming things. So how many times we are actually assuming because some people like we, us as well, we all have good days, bad days. And when we have bad days, we tend to react differently. So, for example, when your boss is calling um, you into his office and giving you shit because of a project, you start to think about, oh my God, I did such a bad job. I'm not good enough. I don't know how I'm going to make this go right. And tra -la 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 -la. it goes into a vicious cycle. Um, my example, I never forget this. I started to teach classes and I'm such a maximalist person that for me, like teaching a good class, um, making sure that the clients are satisfied, it's like number one priority. Um, so when I started to teach a class, before I started to teach, I went into the studio. There was a lady over there already sitting on her bench because it was a Lesmus body pump class and uh, turning her back to me. And I'm like, oh gosh, she doesn't like me. She never even met with me one single moment, but I already assumed she doesn't like me because she turned her back to me. And um, we, she was continuously on the phone when we were doing the class. And I was honestly thinking that I'm doing such a bad class and she doesn't like me at all. I didn't care about the other people that they actually like had so much fun because Obviously, I tried to make it go right and create a good vibe on the class that you're actually working hard, but you having like an enjoyment as well. So I made it go right. But in my back of my head, it was just like this lady that I was honestly thinking she doesn't like me. She doesn't like my class. She's never going to turn up on my class. Now, guess what? She left an amazing feedback. And the only reason she joined to the gym because of that class. And after we actually turned into really good friends. And when I said this story to, to her, that I thought that you actually totally hated me in the beginning, she was like, 
now I'm just really, I'm really busy because she actually owns a restaurant. So that's why she was on the phone all the time. But at the same time, when she's on the phone and trying to handle her own business, she wanted to get into a class as well. And not necessarily the type of social person. You know that you have some people on the class like, woohoo, these kind of things. They are the people in the front and they are the one that they're going to be like giving you the energy, the vibe that you can carry on. Now, not everybody like this. And even me, when I'm actually attending to a class, I'm staying in the back. If the instructor asks, how are you doing? I'm not even answering. I'm just looking down to the floor. Anyhow, so this is just a really good example that how I was overthinking and overreacting, overanalyzing a situation, which actually wasn't there because I was assuming. So how many times you were, you are assuming in your life? Now, let's get into it. What is overthinking? When you actually dwell or worry about the same thoughts repeatedly. It might come in different ways or forms, but the end result is the same. Basically, our worries. And what are the main causes of the overthinking? Because we automatically doing it. Either like a traumatic events in the past or stressed experience in the present and high pressure or demands on your life. And the impact of overthinking, if it occurs for a long time, it's not just damaging your mental health, your physical health as well. And I'm pretty sure that we all done in our life when we like, dwelling on a past event or situations, when we have second guessing on our decision or replaying in our mistakes and our minds or imagining the worst case scenario. Gosh, how often you do this? I'm number one on this. Like I'm imagining the worst case scenario every single time. So really, that's why I want to talk about this topic because I really feel you on that and I really want to give you like a good tips how can you actually control your own thoughts? And uh, I want to say, because I'm just so passionate about it, because so many times you might think that I'm talking about these episodes and it's not happening with me, even though I'm sharing my own experience. But I'm keep improving. But some things, it's still in my daily life. So overthinking, overanalyzing, is one thing in my daily life that is still with me. So let's get into it, okay? How can you stop overthinking? Because when we overthinking, we tend to overanalyze and then we tend to overreact. So you see this vicious cycles that we are all getting into it? So here are six tips that is still helping me in my daily life. Number one, notice when you are stuck in your own head. Overthinking can be such a habit that we don't even recognize we're doing it. It's so easy to get introverted. And what I mean by that is stuck in your own head with your own thoughts. And keep replaying situations, keep worrying about the things and actually not taking a moment to say stop and get outside. Get extroverted. This is number one. What I mean by get extroverted, do something that is puts your attention on something else. Number one, get out from your apartment, get out from your office, do a five, 10 minutes walk 
and look around your environment. Observe how often you see when you're driving on the same road for 20 million times and suddenly you realize something that you haven't seen before. That's because you're being so introverted that you don't even recognize that there is a new building or a new sign or not even new. It's new for you because you haven't seen it before. Make sure that you're getting extroverted. And another one to get extroverted, you can write it out. Whatever it's in your head, grab a paper, grab a pen and write it out as it is. Get it out from your head. Because that thinking is only helpful when it leads to positive actions. Number two, keep the focus on problem solvings. So instead of keep looking at the problems, find solutions. Challenge yourself. Try to find at least five different solutions for the problem that you actually have. And then think about the strategies that you can cope with it. Focus on the things that you can control, such as your attitude, your effort, and not the things that you cannot control. Because you cannot control another person's reaction or emotions. That's impossible. But you can control how you're reacting. I hope it's helping and I know. I hope you know what I mean. Anyhow, challenge yourself and focus on the solutions, not on the problem. This is a huge difference. Now, numero number three, challenge your thoughts. It's so easy to get carried away with negative thoughts and you might exaggerating when you think missing a deadline is going to fire you. That's not how it works, okay? Remember, your emotions will affect your thinking and the way how you're looking at the situations. So try to challenge yourself and look at things objectively and not subjectively. How you can do that? Because I know it's damn hard. Take a step back and look at the true facts. What evidence you have, you're told it's actually true. What evidence you have, they aren't true. So when you take a step back and look at the actual facts, not your boss or your family or your daughter, boyfriend, whatever's reactions. It's the actual facts. You will see that what are you thinking is your own emotions because you're overthinking, overanalyzing and overreacting it. Stick with the facts. Number four, reflect how many times I said this. Take, a time, take your time to actually reflect. And the best way is to do, set 10, 15, 20 minutes of your day and then reflect. Put your phone down, put everything away, shut everything out. And this is your time to actually look at what you have achieved. Look at what you did with your energy, with your vibe and with your effort. And if you feel that it's not 100%, if you feel you can actually do better, what can you do better? Go back into that problem-solving uh, solutions. Find more solutions that, okay, I don't feel this is totally right. How can I make it better? And stick with your time. If you set 10 minutes of your day to reflect, 10 minutes up, 
that's it. The only way you can use your phone if you actually set a timer. Don't distract yourself with replying on worker stuff, going and check on Instagram and stuff like that. Take your time and reflect on yourself. In this world, it's so easy to get carried into social media. It's so easy to get carried with the phone, um, work and stuff like that. You need to make sure that you are actually able to spend that 10 minutes on you. And there is nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean you're being selfish. That doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. Actually, you're doing the best thing, not just for yourself, for the people around you. Because once you're becoming better, your life is changing. The people around you will realize that. And everything else is going to change. Now, number five, learn mindfulness skills. Mindfulness will help you to become more aware of living in the present. So there is like a quote, don't live in the past, which I totally agree, except when we're reflecting. But when we're reflecting, we're reflecting our achievements, the good things, not the negative things. So anyhow, I always say like, why are you thinking about your past? Why are you worrying about your past? Can you change it? No, it's in the past. It's done. Why are you thinking? Why are you worrying about your future? What's going to happen? Are you living in the future? Yes, because you're worrying about it. And what about living in the present? What about the actually being there, here, right now? Worrying about your tomorrow is just that extra stress that you're putting on yourself that you actually don't need it because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what I mean? So why would you do that to yourself? And practicing mindfulness skill will decrease the overthinking. And practicing mindfulness skill is actually help you to live in the present, here, right now. How can you practice it? Read books, listen podcasts, watch YouTube video, like not, I'm not meaning, you know, like watch a YouTube video of like baking cakes. Watch YouTube video of how to improve your mindfulness skills because that's just as important as any other tips that I share with you so far. How can you create a good habit? How can you improve your confidence, trust management? So this is a habit. This is a skill as well that we need to work on. And you might feel right now that, oh my gosh, I need to work on myself so much. But these are tiny little small steps that remember right now it looks like a chaos because you're overwhelmed. Start to put into order, start to write it down and then the chaos will align and it won't be a chaos anymore. And then you will actually laugh at yourself in the future that, oh my gosh, what I was thinking. And then you're realizing that your life is so much better, happier, more confident, less stressful, less overthinking, overanalyzing, overreacting. Yeah, pretty much that's it. Number six, change your channel. Now, telling yourself to stop overthinking will backfire. It's exactly the same, you know, when you know you need to go to sleep because tomorrow morning you need to get up at 4 a.m. and it's already like 11 p.m. You need to sleep to get a rest. Can you sleep? Obviously not. And then you're becoming more stressed about that you cannot sleep and then you're just like ending up not sleeping at all. 
This is exactly the same. So if you keep selling to your, telling to yourself to stop overthinking, it could backfire. The more you try to prevent the thoughts to entering into your brain, the more likely it's going to popping up. So change the channel in your brain by changing your activity. Go and exercise. Go out for a movie, engage into conversation that it's a completely different topic or work on a project that is distract you. Get a hobby. Nothing wrong with having a hobby. Doing something different will put an end of your negative thoughts. And remember, train your brain and apply my tips. So every single tip that I have shared with you so far, and again, you might think it's a lot, but start with one step. Choose the one that is the most relevant to you. Do you want to focus on uh, yourself to actually increase your confidence? You want to handle your stress management. You want to start learning how not to give a shit. You want to, did I say increase confidence? Never mind. You want to increase your confidence. You want to learn actually how not to comparing yourself with others. You want to stop overthinking. Pick whatever suits or the most closest to you and start applying the tips. And if you think about it, today I just shared with you six tips. It's not like 300 million steps that you need to do every single day. It's tiny little ones. And maybe the first two is not relevant to you. Maybe the last four is going to work for you. So honestly, ladies, as much as I love talking about this and as much as I appreciate that you're listening it, maybe start to applying my tips. And even me, like nowadays, like we all have good days and bad days. And I all have those days um, when I feel it's the end of the world. But then I come back, all these topics, all these tips, all these episodes that I share with you, and I start applying my own tips because I want to be happy. I want to be confident. I don't want to overthink, overanalyze. I don't want to be stressful. I want to have a nice, smooth, easy life. With all my goals come true, all my dreams come true. And this is what I'm wishing for you as well. So thank you for listening again. I really hope these tips are helping. I really hope that you start to applying it. Find me on Instagram at Nikki Barta or comment the post, post, well, comment this episode below that if you would like me to talk about anything else. Again, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day, amazing evening and stay tuned for the next one.